0: It, was, uh, it wasn't easy for most of us traveling over to Australia to take part in the Ron Messi competition. We had uh, a few fathers in the team. Being a rugby player, we, have, uh, we face challenges, and one of them is leaving your family behind and going to pursue your dream and achieve it. Um, it wasn't easy. At the beginning, we had to adapt to the weather, the time, and uh, not living together. But uh, going through the season, uh, we had to adapt to the situation. But it was disappointing that uh, the season had to end that way. So a lot of mixed emotions with the boys, but uh, we just have to move on from where we had left off.
1: Where's as the coach? Last year never really got going, just one game at home before it ended. Um, so the fact that you got 13 games in and, and you had a few months where it was all rolling along was is probably a, a, still a quite significant step.
2: Yeah, yeah, Vinny, as you said, we only got the one game last year. and. Uh, you know, we've got 13, 15 rounds done this year and it was, uh, yeah, it was just as disappointing as it was with the season ending when it was. We thought we were sort of building towards, you know, we put ourselves in a really good position in putting ourselves in that top six, you know, to, to, uh, to feature in the, in the finals. And, um, yeah, So I think there was just mixed emotions when, when, when the season came to an end. It was a feeling of sort of unfinished business. Um, but as, um, as Wattis said, it was just with the sacrifice that these boys had to make, same, same as the Hunter's boys, uh, leaving their families behind, um, you know, been over here for eight months, well or, or six months, eight months if the season went forward was was a huge sacrifice by them. But with with the mindset that they had, like with, with was saying, you know, um, just with the, with their goals that they wanted to achieve, you I know, mean, I, I thought the group did really well um, to sort of keep each other up. For, for the period that they were here, because it was tough, and as we all know, with the rugby league environment, there's plenty of highs and lows, but in your normal environment, you get to, after a loss, you get to go home and, you know, sit with your family, and enjoy the weekend with them, where we're sort of just in it, you know, 24-7, but, um, you know, I, I could, as a coach, I couldn't be proud of the boys in the way they, they handled themselves across, uh, right across this season, and so it's, uh, as, as bad as it was with the season ending, it's a really good time for these boys to go home and, you know, spend some time with their family you know, we had four of our boys uh, uh, miss the birth to their children while we are while over here. So it's a really good opportunity for them to go back and you know freshen up, spend some quality time with their family and, and get back here for pre-season uh, in November.
1: I say, and Matt, it's obviously a bit of a different story for the Hunters. I mean, first and foremost, this team's been coming to Queensland since 2014, playing in the Queensland Cup competition. And, you know, you've had some pretty big moments uh, over the years in that competition as well. But clearly coming across for... An extended period for months on end for a whole season, effectively, uh, you know, it's a different kettle of fish.
3: Uh, it, it's a big sacrifice for us, and you know, the season, you know, didn't go well. Like you know, we know the COVID, COVID team that tried to come up, and you know, for us, you know, it started back at home. The boys had to go down, you know, go to isolation, and then big sacrifice that the boys do to come away here the first time after after when the team, you know, losing into the the Cup. So, you know, there's some things, you know, a lot of these boys are the new boys coming through the system and, you know, they don't experience the type of uh, being away from family for that long. So, you know, the start of the season and coming here, it's been, it's been a great sacrifice for the boys. And you know, we, we, we have to turn up every, every day in the training and stuff, you know, we, we are in our community and our society. We need families around you know, to support us and stuff. So it's something that is new to a lot of these new boys. So you know, the result doesn't come our way, but it's something that we need to uh, get something out of from it. You know, building into next year or if the COVID continues. is kind situations like.
1: That. What have you said to these boys over the weeks and months, Matt? Because while Queensland hasn't had it as bad, you've you've had a couple of hiccups along the way and. The ban has just been lifted, so hopefully you'll be able to get back out on the field in the next week or two. What's the sort of mood been like in the camp?
4: Just control, trying to control what we can control, and we know that we can't. You know, the measures that are put in to keep Queensland safe, we can't do too much about that. We found out a hard way having to do 31 days in isolations before we could actually get out and, and do that. I was on in PNG and in Queensland, so uh, it's been challenging with sort of a number of different factors. We sort of haven't really been able to get a lot of momentum because it's been stop-start because of that and a couple of other challenges in-house. Um, yeah, just making sure that the boys can focus on what they can control. You know, when we're not working to get away and uh, enjoy themselves and you know experience life in Queensland. A lot of the boys have actually traveled out of PNG before, but um, not many have actually lived out of, away from home for, for such a long period of time. So, uh, Ase has done it a little bit We he went to England. Um, a couple of other boys had done it as well, but um, for, for the majority of them, it's the first time they've been away from home. So, yeah,
3: culturally, it's been a bit of a challenge for them
4: because of because of that not being having their support network in and around them. So, yeah, we try and keep things light-hearted when we're not training. I like to try and be pretty hard on them when we train, but um, yeah, a lot of lot of time where we i to the encourage them to go out and go to the beach. and um, check out what's around on the Gold Coast, or if, we're, um, you know, if we do have team um, activities, try and make sure
1: that that's uh, an enjoyable one for, for everyone. Uh, Where's in Vuwate? This was the first season, you know, as we've said, you played more than one game, and, and you got to play in Australia. There, there were still some really significant sort of milestones. I think, you know, uh, a dozen, fourteen players in your squad that was named in the Fiji Party train on squad for the World Cup, even though that's been delayed, and. You know, Vowate. I guess you're the shining example uh, being signed up by the mm. Roosters and impressing uh, uh, in a few matches for their lower grade teams this year, and a number of other players getting to to train uh, higher up as well. So, where's you know just a dozen or more games in to see that sort of progress must be really exciting.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, just to, just to see that and all the highlights and the recognition for you know for the individual players and how they performed this year. Um, we we as you mentioned, we had a large number of our Silk Tales boys. Named in the Bati extended squad, and then so much even even more once sort of the um, you know sort of the NRL clubs took that stance, and there was a possibility of them not um, you know not releasing the NRL boys, so there was there was going to be an even bigger sort of uh, chunk of Silktails boys in that in that squad. But um, yeah, other than that, you know we've um, in, like Vuitas, you know, been up and down with uh, with us and uh, with Jersey Flag Roosters, um, our, our captain Penny. Uh, Pinioni, he, he um, got called up to New South Wales Cup, uh, North Sydney, with Jason Taylor's team, and uh, one of our younger boys, Kilo Money, also um, debuted um, for SG Ball with um, with the Roosters. So just you know, with that partnership, it's been great with the Roosters. You know, there's a there's a pathway and reward for these boys you know, if, if they're playing well. Um, so yeah, it's for the first year. There's there plenty of positives to take out of it, and you know, a lot to build on. So we're just really excited with with this program, with our partnership with the Roosters, and. And what we were able to achieve as a playing group, um, you know, sort of in our first full season together.
1: Valate, how are you you found it? I think you were a year or more back. You probably thought you're going to be playing Super Rugby up in Canberra. Uh, you yeah. can be a part of the Silk Tails. Now you've got this incredible opportunity in the NRL. Uh, a lot of Fijians, obviously. There are there any Fiji NRL players you've been able to lean on, or that you know that have obviously Wears has a background in the competition as well. Like, do you know what you're in for next year?
0: It's going to be quite tough coming into uh, next uh, next year. Been uh, learning a lot from our coach. Uh, been easy to talk to. Uh, have given me a lot of tips on uh, how how to do things, this and that. Um, especially it was a uh, positional wise um, totally new environment for me. But uh, managed to, to push through through the season. But looking for um, uh, new uh, new adventures uh, next year. In
1: terms of the hunters, you guys are obviously, um, you know, leaders in your community back home as well. So I know uh, your team getting your vaccinations for COVID uh, has been something that's been promoted back home uh, where things are a bit challenging and and clearly your results are something that the country uh, pays very close attention to. Um, how, how, how does that sort of role of being sort of leaders in the community and I, I guess being among the people that people in PNG look up to, uh, how does that influence... Uh, you guys and, and that sort of uh, responsibility?
3: The vaccination thing, the program back in PNG has been, they've been targeting on the, on, on the you know, players like, you know, the well-known players and the elite uh, players in, in PNG who have try this on the sport. So, you know, in, to do with rugby is a big uh, sport in Papua New Guinea and, you know, they're looking uh, up on us, most of the young ones coming through the system. so this is a big thing back like, at home and you know for us to set an example to you know that I mean, spec a big booster for the country and for the people back there so yeah you know, people looking upon us and you know going back home and with the vaccination program we, we stand up for it and we support it if we draw our messages more importantly to the people that yeah so it's a very important role for us as uh, as a going back home yeah.
1: Matt, you took on this job last year um Again, I think you got one game in in Queensland and everybody went home. Uh, you spent a bit of time up there. You probably thought taking on this job that you'd be spending a lot of time away from uh, your family in, in, in the Brisbane-Queensland region. And So you find yourself in Queensland and Brisbane um, You know, for much of this year. Uh, th- there's probably a reality with COVID at the moment that for this team to continue, you're probably going to have to do the same thing again next year and, and potentially base yourselves um, in, in Queensland. Is that something that has been talked about Um You know, your players have made such a sacrifice this season as of the Silk Tales about how this franchise goes forward, you know, in this COVID environment?
4: Yeah, look, we've spoken about it as an organisation. We probably haven't spoken too much about the players. Um, They're aware that, you know, the general consensus is that we'll potentially be here again next year. But until we know that for certain, I don't really want to go and say that to the boys. So they will understand the commitment. when this was always going to be a possibility. Last year, it was... Pretty much captured all of the playing group, most of the digital cup players, and and said that this would be the path forward, and it would be a choice on whether or not they wanted to come. We couldn't uh, just force it on them and make sure they come to uh, Queensland and relocate. And some of the selection, and in and around who I selected in our squad, was relying on how I felt they handle life in Australia, because you know it doesn't really do a great deal for their welfare if we relocate them to another country, and then can't even order a coffee or, or something like that. So something I was really mindful of, um, making sure that we weren't bringing someone too far out of their depth because we didn't know whether or not or how, how hard or easy it would be to get someone home. So there's many challenges with that. But, yeah, looking forward to all the information that we're, we're getting through at the moment is that we'll have to be based in Australia again. Um, so, yeah, we're doing just doing some cleaning and around what that looks like.
1: And Wiz, I think the indication is that most of your players uh, have indicated that pre-season November for 2022, that, that they are keen. they have obviously back in Fiji now and, and going through their quarantine situation. But um, is that the consensus from, from your squad, that they're willing to make that sacrifice again?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was talked about before they they went back and sort of t- told them what the plan was in regards to coming back in November, in which, you know, which most of them were pretty keen on. So yeah, in the background, there's there's a lot of planning in and around that. Um, but as I said, that'll sort of just sort of depend on where everything stands with, you know, with, with the situation that we're going through now. But yeah, the plan is to, um, yeah, by the time they get out of um, out of quarantine, it's probably about a 10-week period before, you know, break before we, we get them on the plane and um, back over here to kick off our um, pre-season.
1: And obviously, Fiji have had their own will have their own challenges with COVID as well. So uh, is that something that before they went home that, that you guys would talk about regularly as a squad? And, you know, as you say, it's not just births and, and deaths back home. It's just the general situation of the country that they care about. So uh, how, how did you guys process that throughout the season?
2: Yeah, really, really mindful of that. i obviously with what's going back home. It's the, they're really struggling over there, uh, coping with, you know, with this pandemic. Um, boys have sort of always been in contact with their with their families, and you know, so we've been supporting these guys through it. And um, I think that was, there was there's sort of a bit of anxiety about going back home, was what, what they were facing, the prospect of what they're facing. But um, yeah, at the, at the end of the day, you know, they really wanted to get back there with their families. Um, mo- most of the boys, uh, a large chunk of the squad and um, staff members, got their first jab in quarantine. You know, they'll get their second jab in time for the by the time they come back here in November. Uh,
1: if I start with. Hunters and then move to the silk tails. Um, how how do you reflect on on this twenty twenty one campaign? Uh, you know the sacrifice of coming over, uh, getting some games in, uh, and then no doubt the boys looking forward to, to getting back home to their loved ones as well. Um, what, what what sort of stands out for you guys?
4: Well, we first came here, it was someone said to me it was a bit like flying to the moon uh, for the first time, and I was like, well, no, actually it's a bit like sewing the space spacesuit, so building the rocket designing the fuel and then learning how to fly it to get it there. Um, There's many challenges along the way, and, you know, dealing with two different governments and um, yeah, trying to get into Queensland. At some stage there, I was, I was like, oh, I'm not sure this is gonna, gonna happen. So when we actually got to round one, I was quite relieved that we could roll the team out and compete. Um, I think the challenges um, are certainly outweigh um, by what we've been able to, to do with the boys. Um, all of our players have gone through a level one coaching qualification, a referee qualification and a sports trainer qualification. Um, we've managed to organise some um, short course TAFE courses around business and trade. Um, so those things you know, just haven't been possible back in PNG. So the ability to do that, know what that looks like and be able to extend on that next year if, um, if we're back here um, is a huge advantage for us. Um, I, I went pretty young with the squad that I chose um, knowing that that's what NRL clubs are going to look for, they're going to look for talent at a young age that still have a long career ahead of them um, and, and hopefully this experience is a fast track for the next, you know, Justin on that will picked up having um, have spent, you know, a whole year under an English only speaking coach um, life in Australia and that adjustment for the next guy that gets signed isn't you know, it doesn't take two and a half years, like we sort of adjusted, and hopefully it takes 18 months to make it to the NRL consistently. So, um, for me personally, I look at it that way. Um, I'm not sure if us has the same opinion, um, but yeah, there's certainly been a lot of challenges, but I felt like the whole thing was, was, was worth it. And I wouldn't have um, wanted to bring a, a group of 35 um, pup uh, to another country if I didn't think it was going to be worth it. personal development as well.
3: Yeah, I think for me personally, from the player's point of view, I think uh, with, with with whatever we go through this year is a you know, stepping stone for us. And for, we don't just look at this year; it's just something that we're gonna build on into next year and onwards. So, you know, like Coach said, a lot of young boys you know, in the team in the, the squad this season, so it's it's something that we're building into the future. So, uh, like I said, a lot of negatives that we, we take out of this week we it into positive moving forward. So, you know, our season didn't go well, but, you know, something that we need to work on and, you know, come back stronger and better next year. So I think a lot of boys, they learn a lot from this experience, you know, living away from home, from family, and, you know, with our society, our community, we used to, you know, when we are down, we're feeling down, we need families to take us up and stuff. You know, we are in this society. So, you know, something that we get out from year when we go back home and coming back next year we you know where we're gonna we you know encounter the situation and we will come back again next year so i'm positive with the players they they, they are looking forward to go home now currently but you know, something that you know they want to build on from, from next year onwards. so yeah i'm still that like, positive with the boys but what we need to do now is there's a group of players to complete the season at least we completed on a, on a positive you note know, so we um, set us uh, for next year. So yeah, really, really excited, and happy with
2: the board so far. Yeah, plenty, plenty of learnings, and you know, uh, to take out of this year. Uh, there's a lot of positives. Uh, I think we'll be a better, definitely be, be a better organisation and better squad for the experiences that we went through this year. I know, like, play up for players like Bawate and the rest of the squad, when they come back next year, I reckon next year will be the year we will see a lot of a lot of growth, uh, just because they've been here, they've experienced it. Um, in regards to uh, the training program, it could be in a similar, like a full-time environment similar to NRL, NRL club would be, you know, the, we've already set the foundations and boys know what the expectation is for the individuals and that's, that's you know, that's, a, that's the environment that we're trying to create. So for guys like Vuate, when they do, uh, you know, sign with the club and they go into that full-time environment, you know, that bridging and that gap isn't, isn't as big as what it would be if they were just pulled straight out of Fiji. So in regards to the program, there's, there's so, so many positives to take out of it, and as I said, I think for for what these boys went through today, it'll, it'll put us in good stead for for next season.
0: Yeah, from a uh, player uh, perspective, as uh, Scott said, just yes, for the boys, we've uh, really learned a lot uh, coming into the season, and uh, hopefully by next year, we we know where the standard is, and uh, for that to for us to be able to to achieve that, we have to work together <clears throat> individually. And as a whole, but um, a lot of uh, good uh, outcomes from uh, this season, Uh, just coming home just to refresh, restart and hopefully come back end of the year or early next year ready for the season ahead of us.